Hello and welcome to the Unmissables podcast. That was a very sing-song oh, hello, wasn't it? It sounded like it was like going to be a story. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Like Cluzo. Hello. Mm, hello. Um, I'm Boyd Hilton. I'm joined by my fabulous colleagues, Stephanie Seelan. How do. Clad today in what can only describe as a flowery dress, a floral dress, which is, listeners, quite unusual. It's, I wouldn't bring up an outfit. It, not in doing it in a sexist way, honestly. It's not all about what women wear and all that. But you are wearing an unusual outfit for you. It's a very well, nice it's dress. It's incredibly unusual for me. And as I said to you this morning, my husband said it was um, autumnal nun. <laughs> That's what it looked <laughs> like. Accurate. It looked like an autumnal nun. Oh, yeah, I thought it was a bit autumnal handmaid. Yeah, autumnal, handmaid's tale. it is a bit yeah. like It's that. very fetching. Kay is the other voice you can hear, Kay Ribeiro. She's in a, in a fetching Gallic stripe. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've gone and got a bit Parisian today, I yeah. think. Mais oui. Um, uh, and I, and Boyd, who are you wearing? Oh, I'm wearing my <laughs> usual Supreme, Supreme, yeah, mm-hmm. obviously. Classic. This week, listeners, we're going to trawl our way through the week's big TV releases, as per. <laughs> we have, there's no real theme this week. I've tried to fathom a theme, I couldn't work one out, yeah, because they're very disparate, these offerings that are mm. going to be in the meat. Hidden is a new Welsh noir and mm. Welsh noir, as we know, is the new big thing. Is it the television. new Scandi noir? No, it's the new. Well, I think we'll get to this, but I think oh. it's heavily influenced by Scandi noir. I think I think we can safely say. But it, there's a new kind of like fashion for um, very good, very well made, compelling Welsh dramas. And Kay, I think, has been at the forefront of this with pioneer, your pioneer, if you will. Pioneer. Mm. I wrote about it in, in Heat briefly and got all the credit for it. But in fact, it was Kay. See, I'm crazy Kay now Thanks. for championing that show. What was it called? That show, Keeping, Keeping Faith. Faith. Which was a big hit, huge big hit on the BBC iPlayer. So it was made by BBC One Wales, originally shown in Wales, then it was shown on the iPlayer and became massive. Similarly with this, Hidden, it's going to be on BBC One Wales next Wednesday. And from that very night, everyone in the country can watch it on the iPlayer. And then the following Saturday, it's on BBC Four. Ooh. I mean, that's a complicated explanation. It was so complicated that Kate <laughs> took a long time to understand that when oh I explained God. it to her this week. I was driving him a bit nutso because I was writing the preview and he had to explain it about 15 times. Yeah. In that time, he could have written the preview himself. Yeah. Suffice to say, you will be able to watch it, even though it's Welsh. And it's in mostly in the English language. But you can only watch it on the iPlayer. You can watch it on the iPlayer. So you can't watch it on, because we don't receive BBC One Wales. No, but you can watch it on then BBC Four. You know what? Funnily enough, on if you've got Sky, you do have BBC One Wales. I was going to say, I think yeah. I did, yeah. did have A lot of people BBC do have BBC One Wales. Yeah. So if you want to watch it live. So I can just watch it live. Yeah. I mean, we've spent a long time on this already, and we're <laughs> not even reviewing it yet. I mean, this is just the menu. <laughs> then The Staircase is on from next Friday, which we mentioned last week briefly, didn't we, in a kind oh, of like in the early bit. This is dizzy excitement. Dizzy excitement. True crime series. Epic true crime series starting Netflix on Netflix next Friday. Everyone can watch that on the Netflix, except you have uh, to have the Netflix. You have to have the Netflix. Yeah. Five ninety nine. And, and finally, a Diet Land, which is a big new drama, comedy drama, drama, I don't know. It's a, it's a dramedy. Dramedy. Dram- Thank you. It is American. Um, it's more drama than That's starting on the Amazon Prime next Tuesday, which is another popular streaming service. Next oh, yeah. Tuesday. Forgot about that. 5th of June. Very interesting. But before all of that, as is our tradition, we find out which true crime, dog-based Netflix mm-hmm. streaming programming Steph has been watching. Or well, even podcasts. Well, now... Do you remember last week when I said to you all, oh, have any of you watched Elias Grace on Netflix? Yes. Now, I don't I don't like to be down on things, but I am effing furious. (gasps) 
just wow. effing and jeffing. Four episodes, okay? And I said, oh, it was great because it was a bit like The Alienist, which I really enjoyed, which is also available on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, you were raving about oh, it I last week. I was raving. Then I got to episode four. Oh, dear. The finale. Now, I had a little text message from a dear friend I like to call John Dan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the words were, tell me... When you finish the lowest grace, that was all it was. It was very mysterious. Mm. That's so I it thought. All, though. Yeah. I thought some things are coming. He, I thought he knows something. He knows something. And I had just finished it, and I was in a furious rage because mm, the dear. ending. So basically, what I'm saying is, if I told you to watch it, just stop now, okay? Wow. <laughs> just stop it. Wow. Don't continue with Not it. Do something damning. better with your that life. That is really Th- damning. That is damning. Because it is so infuriating. The ending of this. I'm. I'm. Margaret Atwood, I want to have a word with her because I'm really not happy about Oi, it. Atwood. Yeah, I am not happy. Okay, so just stop watching it. You won't be pleased is with the ending. What you're trying to say is that it doesn't resolve things to your liking. Does it resolve anything? <laughs> it doesn't resolve anything. The ending Do is terrible. Do you find it more frustrating than Kiri? <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Wow. This is my most frustrating of endings ever. Okay, so you basically what you're, what you're saying is you're doing a reverse fairy. I'm doing a full beep 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 reverse. Okay, yeah. Cool. Wow. Okay. It's an un. It's an un. She had such an unrecommendation on Listen, it. Listen, it's an unrecommendation, right? Just, just stop. Yeah. I apologise for wasting your time. Um, on behalf of Margaret Atwood, I apologise to you as well. I love the don't way you're watch speaking it. Speaking for Margaret Atwood, well, I'm sure she's probably in favour of her own show. Right? Well, I don't think she. Well, she should have thought more about it. Anyway, Margie, get in touch. Right, <laughs> Margie. On to something that is very satisfying. 24 Hours in Police Custody is back on Channel 4 oh. at 9pm. Like it's always on, isn't it? Uh, Caribou, it is not always on. It has had a short six-week break and now it is back. And it was back with a feature-length one this Monday. It was fantastic. So, come on a murderous <laughs> journey with me. We're in a field. A woman's body is found and they they finger the boyfriend straight uh, away. What? No, 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 no. Oh, Can we use the proper Jim, term? Why don't Point you the two finger. just no, you grow I mean, up? <laughs> I mean, that was the expression. Wasn't okay. Right. Point the finger. They point the finger <laughs> at the boyfriend, and this—I I can't tell you too much about it, but all signs point to him being the murderizer. Okay, the you've perp. got to watch it, the perp. You've got to watch it. He's a little bit unusual, and it makes you question a lot of the things that you think about. He's one of these people that like keeps spreadsheets on everything that happens in his life, even like Ooh. things like a I nerd. tried to call this woman and she didn't answer. It's it's very it's quite odd. Does have an excellent dog, and there is a scene in it where he shows you how he's trained his dog. So look out for that one. That's near the end. Oh, that's good. It's dog based this week because last week there was, it was dog free. Yeah, actually, no, we had some. Yeah, we had some people print. noticing yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, thank God. Don't dogs worry. are back. Dogs are back, and the dog in it Crimey is really dogs. good. Crimey dogs. Crimey dogs. Crimey yeah. dogs are always involved in yeah. crime. Okay, now the other thing I've been watching. I know I'm late to the party with this, but I never watched Car Share, okay? <laughs> and I know I knew you were going to laugh, and I thought, shall I bring it up? No, He's going to yeah. scoff. He scoffs at everything. So I've worry. gone straight in on the second series. <laughs> <laughs> Is even better. <laughs> Because you wouldn't want to watch the first series. Why well, would I you? just saw it on there and I thought, oh, give this a go. Um, I just yeah, And they're not in the even, car. Even case coughing. Yeah, but they're not in the car yeah. anymore, are they? What do you mean, of course they are. I well, mean, he's in the car. the car. No, no, no. The whole first episode, she's only in the car at the end. Okay. Anyway, I thought it was fantastic and I'm just going to endorse what everybody else has been endorsing for well, years. Well, the finale's on soon. So. Yeah, I really, really liked it. So you can have get you that on an iPlayer. Have you seen the one with the blue Smurfette? 
When they're in the fancy dress. No, but that's he's what, Harry Potter. That's what I call case Smurfette. Yeah. Yeah. That's strange. Oh yeah, that, that's one. Of my, that, I think that's my favorite episode. Because um, is that in the, the Smurfette who's supposed to be a lady dressed as a Smurf is played by. Well, that's um, what Lady Smurfs are the called. The dude from Game of Thrones, his name I've forgotten. Um, I'm going to look it up. Well, you carry on and I'll look up his name. Okay. Anyway, I've been really enjoying that. And lastly, because I can't watch everything on Netflix, BBC iPlayer. Conleth Hill. Carry on. He plays the blue Smurfette in um, that episode Mm. of... And does he do a good job? He's brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant. Yes. He's Varys in Game of Thrones. Oh. And when you know that, when you know oh. it's him playing this... Oh, Varys. Okay. When you know it's him playing this Oh, he's this a nasty bastard. It, exactly. Right. It yeah. makes it even funnier. Okay. Because he's the manipulative, yeah, guy oh, in Game of Thrones. Oh, I need to get onto that. And, he's play- and it couldn't be more of a contrast that he's playing this... This woman... Smurfette. Who's a Smurfette. <laughs> blue. Smurfettes totally are just blue. so lovely. Carry on. Um, can I watch the first series on... Yes. Oh, yeah. I didn't, but... FYI, they've been repeating the whole thing on Monday nights on BBC One in time for the finale finale, which is will have been gone out, in fact, on Bank Holiday Monday, because, of course, you're listening to this Tuesday. We're recording it before on the Friday. And am I watching the second season? It is second, or is well, it? if you say you are, then you probably are. How many yeah. are there? Which ones have you seen? The monkey one? Have you seen the monkey one? Right, this is what happened in this one. <laughs> so he was driving, she was walking to work, and um, she was on the bus and saying that she was in charge of sales, of the Christmas uh, sales. I and yeah, then I he meets two, yeah, season two. Season two, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. it's very good. Yeah. Um, right. BBC, iPlayer, Miranda Barber, serial killer or liar? <laughs> okay. No, it's brilliant. Okay. An hour, one hour. Can't she be a liar and a serial killer? I was just about to say oh, that. Yeah. Oh, no. I wasn't going to say it. I interrupted first. Patience, <laughs> my young friends. Right. Miranda, okay. She's got a few issues. She's Not Miranda Hart. No, Miranda <laughs> Barber. God. Miranda Such Barber. <laughs> what I like to call serial killing. <laughs> no, Miranda Barber. Uh, right. She's just got married and um, she's got a little baby and she's started meeting men, um, advertising to meet men on Craigslist. Okay, or Craigslist if you're American. <laughs> Craig, yeah. Craig. Which is just like, what's that thing we have here? Gumtree. <laughs> right. A guy is killed and she was the last person to call this guy and they bring her so they bring her in and they say, Do you know anything about it? She goes, No, no, I've never met him before. Obviously she has. Turns out she stabbed him to death. Yeah. So she really had seen him. She What's had seen so she not, not only did she lie she lied, but she had serial killed him as well. Now the serial killerness comes in when they discover well, she says, Well, actually, I've killed 22 other people. Well, I stopped counting at 22 because it was a lot of people. Um, She is a nasty bastard. In in satanic cult, in a satanic, (laughs) in a satanic cult. She's been part of a satanic cult. Um, Won't tell you. Maybe that's why she can meet someone. Everything. It's got everything. Where is this on? It's on the iPlayer. Oh, wow. It's an hour long. It's really good. But you, I'm not, I haven't told you everything, okay? I've just, you've just small tale. Okay. Are you sure you haven't? No, I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> you need to watch it to find out why it's so interesting. What's that called again? It's called Miranda Barber, Serial Killer or Liar. Do you remember Barber? Baba, yeah, the little elephant. Elephant. Baba. Oh, Baba. 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 No, I think it was, pre- was spelt Baba. I think it was pronounced Baba. This is like this Yanni Laurel no, thing. No, it isn't. Mm. It's Baba. Was it Bar Bar? I mean, you're being very certain about it. Well, I am because otherwise you're ruining my childhood. It is Baba. Okay. <laughs> if anyone knows the answer, send us an audio file. Let Please us know. do. <laughs> Just an audio file. Anyway, that's it. That's good. That was very good. Mm, thanks. I mean, you know, don't need my approval. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's all I seek for. Hi, guys. 
okay. Okay. Yay, hi. <laughs> um, right, I want to tell you two things. Just two? Yeah, because, well, we recorded them last Monday and this is Friday and, you know, I was going out in between, so I've only been able to do a couple oh, what of things. what have you been up to? I don't want to go into that right now, mm. but what I'll tell you is I have been reading this book, which I'm holding up. Kay. In those three days, you've read that book? Yeah. Okay, it's holding up a book. Yeah, it's Bryony Gordon, Eat, Drink, Run. Have either of you read it? No, but I'm aware of it. I'm okay, aware no, of Bryony Gordon's work. I do like Bryony Gordon. She is. Okay, so who doesn't like Bryony Gordon? I mean, actually, that is true. Who who doesn't like Bryony Gordon? Carry on. Um, she is a Telegraph journalist, if anyone doesn't know who hasn't read the book and basically before she's written a book called a mad girl and it covered off her mental health issues like she had bulimia ocd depression anxiety she's kind of um had these struggles and in this book she kind of documents her choice and her decision to like try and kind of do something about it and she thinks actually you know the way i think i want to approach this like i want to try and get out because like the depression the depression is like crushing and she's like right you know what I feel like if I get out and meet other people that might help so she sets up um, the mental health mates and she tweets on like I think it's Valentine's Day in 2016 she just sent a tweet going look if you've got mental health issues and you fancy meeting in this park let's let's do it and she's thinking like no one will turn up because obviously it sounds a bit mad in her words um, and like she goes there and 20 people turn up and she's just so overwhelmed by it and it sets up as a regular thing um, all around the country, even abroad, they've started doing it. Um, and she also joins together with um, the Heads Together campaign that the Kate Wills and Harry set up. Oh, yeah. And it doc basically documents all of this. And it's, she kind of says, it's not like a, because it's obviously got the word run in the title. It sounds like it might be a running book. It's not that at all. There's it's a picture of her running on it. That's yeah. what makes it. That's <laughs> <laughs> what makes me Which think Which actually John Dunn did point out. Yeah. No, but it's more than that. It's just about everything. It's about like how she decided to kind of, tackle her depression and anxiety but I, I was saying to John Dan because I was telling him about this book and I was saying I don't have any of those things but it's just such an uplifting read and if anyone has read her works in Telegraph or a book or anything she's such a great writer she's very like unflinchingly honest um, and this is just I would recommend this to everyone it's fantastic and she also talks about like because she made um, she became, became friends with Harry mm. essentially and yeah. she did this great podcast where she got him yeah. to talk about his mental health issues which was just so kind of like pioneering and amazing for someone in the royal family to talk about it um, I would give this five stars and I insist that everyone reads it that's what wow. I'd say she insists she's thrown down that gauntlet so much so I had two copies of this right and because I knew Steph would ask how much it is it's sixteen ninety nine. oh hard it's back. a lot hard back. it's a lot it's of money and I had two copies and I thought you know what because I like this book so much and it's like it's so funny and warm and like, I just think everyone should read it because it's great. I said to John Dan before we came in, you know what, I'm going to say, if anyone wants to read this, first one to tweet me, or, um, tweet our Miss Wall's pod, I'm going to just send it to them in the post. Oh, oh no, the colour drained out of John Dan's face. He started muttering about T's and C's. He yeah. said he felt very you anxious. Careful. He you be felt careful. very anxious Come about on, it. Come willy-nilly stuff competitions. Well, There's I, rules about it's this. Not it's not competition. That's what I said to him. It's not competition. Mm. But anyway, he it made him anxious. I don't yeah. want to... This, this present, I wanted to give someone to mm. like, make it good. I still do it. No, I don't want to make John Well, feel. you're going to just... No, He's just a professional. Do it. Nervous. He's a professional. But anyway, you're not going to get it for free, so go and buy it, everyone. Yeah. It's subtitled. Show, show it up to me again. It's subtitled. So it's Eat, Drink, Run by Bryony Gordon. How I Got Fit Without Going Too Mad. Mm. There you go. Yeah, yeah. fascinating. It's so she, funny. She was at the wedding, wasn't she? She was at well, Harry's wedding, I think. She was commentating. She didn't she go. I don't think oh, she, she went. Oh, she was commentating. Yeah. She didn't get she an invite. Are you sure? I think she might have done. Did she? Yeah. Um, she, but um, she didn't sell her goodie bag on eBay like everybody, no. everybody else. 
The other thing I wanted to tell you was um, that recently I met Philip Schofield to did an interview with him. Pip. Bong. Bong. Uh, Pip Schofield. You can't bong yourself. It's a self-bong. No, did. you can't. It's a self-bong along. Oh, no, I absolutely... What? It's a bong along? No, I oh. absolutely refuse a self-bong. I'm sorry. Okay, you will be fine. bonged. Deny me the bong. Um, anyway, so it was because he's the host of the British Soap Awards, which I'm sure you're familiar with. He'll be doing it live on Saturday. And um, we got him to dress up as Hilda Ogden and Nasty Nick and it's amazing it so if amazing. anyone likes Pip Schofield or soaps I do recommend you buy this week's heat because the interview's is in so there. just a plug for your interview in heat yeah your second thing that's exactly what it is I don't know how do you feel about that I mean she self-bonged and then she plugged yeah. herself yeah. so she's uh, I'm transparent about it yeah. with all this bonging and plugging I don't know I don't know how I feel look and all I'd say name is dropping. last mm. week I was talking a lot about the soap awards so it's merely a follow up to that okay Okay. Mm. Boyd are you going to be dripping in self-adoration <laughs> yes um, of course. Of course. Um, I want to mention, I'm going to start with a podcast. Two podcasts. Mm. How about that? Ooh. Um, Reads Like a Four. What? Is a podcast that's been going for a while. Uh, I think it's about 10 episodes in. Mm. A guy called Adam Brooks does it, who also does the Alan Partridge podcast, Monkey Tennis. Oh. And um, it's about critics. So each week Ooh. he interviews a different critic, like a different genre, like a music critic. Peter Robinson of Pop Justice yeah. interviewed. I think it's his is two parts. His one is so long. Mm. Um, He's and got a lot of stories to tell. Lots of stories to tell. And I'm going to be on a future episode. Oh, do you so know what? Oh, I, I was literally you know about what? to say, oh, do you know wait what? for it, kids. When you were slagging he, me off he for talking about Philip the Schofield. best critics in the world. And funnily enough, I'm going to be on it. Do you want to do a little apologia to me for mentioning Philip Schofield when you're just now... No, because I was being wryly amusing, wasn't I? <laughs> I don't know, amusing. I was just anyway, gonna, I was when gonna, are you going to be on? My plan was to mention that I was on it and then sit back and watch you two Descend. attack me. Boy, yeah. well, like, is, is Pilot TV still on sale? Yes. Just out of interest. Is it £5, £5 minus a penny yeah. in all cool. anyway, good news agents? Adam Brooks was a delight. and um, Yeah, but I'm not on it at the moment anyway. I, it might be ages. So I'm not. it's not such a self-plug because I'm saying listen to the... It reads like a four. It's it, he, um, Chris Mandel from Shortlist is on it, our friend. Oh, what? yeah, he's Talking good. About, what do you talk about in your... I talk about TV, TV previewing and reviewing. Do you talk about this podcast? Us, I think I do talk about this podcast. Give yeah. us some highlights. I'm pretty sure. What's the, um, what's the, fun, what's the he's interested funniest in, it's thing in the you process. say? How do you, how do we decide what we're going to review? Um, yeah. That kind of thing. It's that kind of gist, really. Yeah. Do, you th- was, do you say it's a very autocratic process where you just decide? Basically. Yeah. Don't consult your good friend Kay. Listen, yeah. can't everyone just stand down, okay? Stand down. Oh, when I actually do want to listen to it. Yeah, when is it going to be it's, it's, I, don't, I don't know when my episode's on, so that's why it's not much of a self-plug as you two are alluding to. But, but you can, well, you can read like a four, check it out now. There's already 10 at least good episodes with lots of interesting Christmas. I love, that, I love the title of it. It's a good title. Yeah, good very title. review-y title. And what's your other one? The other one is brilliant, and it's a comedy podcast. Ooh. And it is, I'm saying now, the best comedy podcast I've ever heard. Are you in it? Are no. you? What is Dear it? Dear Joan and Jerrica. Spelt J-E-R-I-C-H-A. Right, I'm looking for it now. Vicky oh, Pepperdine and Julia, Julia Davis, Davis yeah. have come up with their own podcast in which they play their kind of agony aunts oh, who answer readers mostly sex-based questions Fabulous. and problems. In them, If you've ever seen Julia Davis' so shows... Problems. Fictional problems, they're fictional, they play faux um, kind of agonauts who are also like musicians, like folk musicians. <laughs> so the theme tune is like an Irish folk thing. Julia's character is Scottish, she does this brilliant, like randomly, like Scottish. So you think they're going to be kind of prim and proper because they're, mm-hmm. you know, middle aged women talking about beautiful ones. They are, it's the rudest, mm-hmm. raunchiest, most shocking stuff that they talk about and it's kind of, it's quite heavily improvised. I think there's kind of the basic, like, you know, they, Mm. they, they have the basic 
script, I guess. And so, and the, and the, and the problems that they read out, mm. listeners' problems with like, I think my middle-aged one writes in saying, I think my um, son's best friend who's <laughs> 17 or something is fancies me or something like that. And then they go through this elaborate description of this young man. Oh my God. Oh, body. I love it already. It's hilarious. It's so How funny. How long is each episode? Each episode is about 25 minutes, 30 oh, minutes. So very manageable. Yeah. Snackable. Yeah, snackable I think there's episode. four out there so far. It's for, I think it just launched last week. Pretty new. I only knew about because Sam Bain, who writes Peep Show, he Facebooked oh, about it. Peep he mentioned Show. it. So it hasn't been, had a big fanfare, I don't think. Um, they kind of, you know, slight soft launch there, but it's honestly. Can you? What's the title again? It's uh, Dear Joan and Jerrica. And so if you look oh. up Dear Joan, you'll find it on on your podcast app or whatever the hell you use to find podcasts. Um, and it is absolutely brilliant, as I say. I'm just checking. Good my shout, boy, Dave. Right. Yeah, I'm into that one. Good. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad I met with your approval because when I don't meet with your approval, it's you hear about, know it. about it. Terrifying. And um, yes. what else you been watching? Anything else? Um, and the other thing I wanted to mention was um, Quantico. Do because... you know what? I can every time I go to talk about that, I want to say I go to say Serpico. Yeah, I mean, just that's just an yeah. interesting fact. It's it not that interesting, and it's got same number of syllables. I say so. Serpico. It's not Sorry. Serpico. It's no, Quantico. Serpico is a brilliant film starring Al Pacino. Just say, as an aside, Quantico is starring your good friend Russell Tovey. <laughs> Quantico does star my good oh, friend. Oh, did you go to dinner with him this week? I went to lunch with him. Yeah. What'd you have? Was it at the new Soho House? No, um, I, we ended up going to um, a nice restaurant in Islington. Was yeah, that where you just were at? It's where I was just at. Yeah. Well, you had the chicken. Yeah. Chicken broth. <laughs> and mashed potato. So cheesy just, mash, not just mashed potato. You've just been having yeah. lunch with that, Russell Tovey. Don't let... That's not Bom. why I'm picking... Oh, my God. That's not why I'm picking this show. <laughs> Quantico, season three. It's the third and final season. Oh, is it been cancelled? Been cancelled. Why? Because it, like... It, so even though it's, it's been a huge international success, yeah, not enough you're... people watched it in America. Went on ABC in America. But you said it didn't time. matter because everybody yeah, was watching it Yeah, in the end, I think it does matter. I've said before, because it was such a huge hit around the world. It's a big international thing. Mm. Shown on the Alibi channel here, which is a pretty small... You know, channel has to be said in the uh, UK excuse TV Excuse me, family. I watch everything on of course, Alibi. It's murder. Yeah, it's crime. Murder. Um, but I love this show because it's fun. It's like a really fun. It's like I, I regard it as um, what's that show that you like on Channel Four with what's the name about the espionage people? I've forgotten the name of momentarily. You know, Channel Four Sundays is just finished. You were talking about it like Homeland. Yeah. Homeland. Thank you. Middle age. Forgetting <laughs> things. Senior moments. Senior moments. King Lear. It's like Homeland, but for fun. Like much fun homeland. Yeah, exactly. Imagine. Yeah. So it's touching a lot. Mm. You know, it's like FBI, CIA people, international yeah. terrorism. It's, it's all got the same Priyanka Chopra. Well, Priyanka Chopra, isn't it? Who was oh, at the royal wedding? Beauty. Of course. Close friend of Megan. Meg's friend. Meg's yeah. friend. I went on set for series two mm-hmm. and met them all, including Priyanka and all. It's got a great cast: Blair Underwood and um, oh, Blair Underwood's, Blair Underwood's in, it? in it from LA Law. Yes, the very same. He's brilliant. Oh, I like him. And um, I think because they probably th- kind of knew this would be the last ever series, so this is a bit different to the first two. They've all they're all scattered to the wind, all the different characters we know, and then they're brought together for a special mission. How- and it's funny and mm. engaging. I think you'd like it. How many series were they signed up for, and do they get paid for those series that they're not doing? Um, I don't know that. I yeah, I don't oh, know. I'd be really interested yeah. to know. I don't that. think they get paid for the series. They're not. They not it's get an like- option, isn't it? You sign yeah. them up for an option, and then if it cancels, there okay. must be clauses. But I think you know. They all get it's prime time American stuff. It's just brilliant. I do love. I mean, I don't I have think to we say, need to have a whip around for them. No, part of the joy for me is seeing Russell Tovey in in this context of a big American slick, fast moving, brilliantly mm. made show, which is very very fast moving and pacey. But the great thing about this this series is always Marley Matlin is in it. Of who's in the West Wing? You know the deaf actress who? Um, oh yeah, yes. she's yeah. lovely. She's brilliant, mm. and she. So they all have to like do sign language to her at the moment, oh. and then they, and they and they address the fact that she. 
that she can't hear in that's well, part they of the need whole to. they do that's part of the whole um, Be rude character and the development and yeah but the way people react to it is quite interesting and realistic I think okay anyway um, Quantico series three it's on Alibi and the reason I mention it is because Kay and I were talking about which shows we should transparently review mm. I'm being transparent not mm. transparently review I'm being mm. transparent and in the end she went for the the didn't you Kay you went for the Welsh program over Quantico and I'm not saying you're wrong we'll find out I we'll did. find out shall I tell you but can I give my reasoning because I also want I did want to review Quantico but I just felt that um, because Quantico's been on yeah. and hidden hadn't right. we should give it the new things a fair chance this was the reasoning I went along with it I mean but I still and it's still mentioning Quantico so Quantico FYI is on um, the Alibi channel. Right. Can, why can you get Russell Tovey to come on this podcast, please? Well, he was on this podcast. If you look back in our library in the, in past episodes, remember earlier did we did a, I did a couple of specials. Yeah, lunch. Yeah, with that's not the same Williams. as being on with us. That's what no, I that's want. That's true. I okay, want. Okay, I'll ask him. Yeah. And he's always dog called Rocky. Rocky, yeah. Rocky was at lunch. Yeah. Oh, Rocky was at lunch. Of course. Oh, did you get a picture? No, I'm sorry, oh, but sake. I'll ask him to come on. Yeah, I'm sure he wouldn't <gasps> mind. Yeah, but it's a good idea. The Empire podcast recently did um, did a, a special episode and with Amanda Amington. Yeah, which I know. So if they did that, what we can we, yeah, we just. But you just need to ask yeah. these friends. Of we yours. just need oh, to go yeah. through your contacts on your phone, boys. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, we're never asked... going to get to the Cafe Nero with a live show. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I should have asked Amanda Amington before Empire. <laughs> I know. Why didn't you? Well, I take the. Um, yeah, I blame myself. I you blame, should. Well, everyone you else really does should. too. Maybe we'll get Amanda Amington. She can do like all the Bauer-based podcasts. In one yeah, I really like her. She's brilliant. She's great in She was great on the Empire podcast. By the way, well, she could have been great on our podcast. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Anyway, sorry. Let's just, let's not fight about this. Um, let's not fight. So, Quantico, the third and final series, starts on the Alibi Channel on Thursday, the seventh of June, next Thursday at nine o'clock. And watch it; it's fun. And now, I believe it is time for what we like to call the tweets before, before the meat. Okay, what, pray tell, have our <laughs> listeners been saying to us this week? Right, well, this week I came into work one day wearing a ginormous bun on my head. It was fetching. In the fashion of Minnie mini Mouse ears, right? Minnie, 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 Minnie. I thought you looked lovely. Yeah, well, thanks, Steph. When I turned to Boyd, oh. he started laughing uncontrollably and said that I look like Bram Stoker's Dracula. Jealous. Gary Oldman. Yeah, so he... Heavily he, made up. Yeah, so he... a 100-year-old Dracula. He got a picture mm -hmm. up to show him, and he goes, this is what you look like, pointing yeah. at me and laughing. Um, then John Dan, in the mood for mischief, decided to put up a pog poll on Twitter. John Dan, you did uh, Yeah, to see whether people thought I did look like Dracula or not. And I'm happy to announce that only 29% of you pogs <laughs> thought I did look like Dracula. Are you joking? Did we actually do a poll? Yes, this is it. Look. You can go on pops, go on Twitter. It's good. It's good because seven thousand people um, took part <laughs> in the poll. I'm sure they and, did. Um, that's a good result for you. That's <laughs> Only twenty. That's, oh, that's still quite a yeah. lot, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think Boyd mostly um, voted though. Fair, oh, yeah, yeah. You anyway, didn't look like Dracula. Thanks. Anyway, that lovely. was the first bit of news. Um, second. By the way, I'm a big fan of um, that look. I, I love uh, Boy, it's a, come it's on now don't try and turn this no, on no, no. Bram, no one's a beep, fan Bram of that Stoker's look Dracula, directed by Francis Ford Coppola uh, it's a wacky film not for in the office Boyd, do you yeah. think someone wakes up in the morning and thinks yes the look I'm going for is Dracula <laughs> you know I thought it could be a tribute to this great film well it bloody arty. wasn't okay. it was just me doing right. a bun anyway, fine. anyway it's fine carry on it's fine we've moved on alright so as you'll remember, last week in the pod, at Fenwood had mentioned that um, in Auckland they have really good cafes that we could potentially oh, yeah. go oh, to. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he's our far-flung pod. Well, we, did, we didn't know, but he's got in touch and he said he does actually live in Auckland. Wow. And he said he has a sofa bed for Steph and I to sleep on, an oh. air bed for you boys. Oh, you so have to bring the camp bed. No mention of John Dunn, so presumably he's on the floor. And mm. then he said, 
Yes, Steph, the cafes do serve hot chocolate. Ho cho, okay, yeah. I'm there. Um, but sadly, he can't pay for flights. Why not? Mm, okay. it's, a, well, it's a bit of a, a reason. It's a rethink. <sighs> I know, mm. it's, a, it's definitely a that rethink. That is the sticking I'm, point, you know isn't what? it? I'm gonna, I'll email um, our boss at Bauer. Yeah, um, yeah. bigboss.bauer.com. Yeah. 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 yeah, and uh, we'll see. We'll sort it out. Okay. So it'd be fine. Well, another, we had had a suggestion that actually we launch a Pogs app. So you see worldwide reach of the Pogs like this the, as the... Um, well, is that that's an actual like, one? But then I don't know if we have to send out GDPR and stuff. All I'd say about oh, this is... Like, you know what I mean? God. If we get this yeah, details, would, yeah. then do we have to send out that email going, oh, yes. are we allowed to use your address to come and visit you randomly? I think so. But also, that is a good idea, but it's also slightly stolen from the Witter app, which is the famous... It does, in fact... Yeah, it does, meant, yeah. yeah. So it was entertainment, the, the um, Simon Mayo, Mark Cuomo show, they have a, wit, a Witter app where they can see fans of theirs are yeah. in the world, yeah. So it's slightly stolen from that. Well, it is completely stolen from that. Why shouldn't we, yeah? Yeah, let's rip there off. So can, yeah, how, how do we? How would we do that? Well, we'll I'd get John Dan to sort that out. I said I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I John, literally. I replied he'll, and he'll said I do not. I do. And, um, <laughs> okay, so it'll just be a fine. short app build <laughs> yeah. calculation, yeah. getting everyone's personal information, and, and said, then I don't we'll understand any of this. But if it means that we're going to New Zealand or to some far flung places, we're in. No, it doesn't, totally doesn't really mean that, but yeah. Okay, and then the last thing I wanted to. Oh, we had a question to end on. Oh. I've been warned. This not is not the end of the podcast. This is not the end of the this podcast. This is a brand new question. Hold on. Look how nervous they look. Right. At Neil Hayes says, Netflix has offered him another free month, right? He's already watched in his previous free month, House of Cards and Strange Things. And he said, what's a must see? So I thought if we all give one recommendation, just one. Oh, so um, my, mine is safe. The OA. All right, boys is the OA. I'm saying safe with um, Michael C. Hall. Oh, Steph, what's your one Netflix recommendation it's not for Neil? A lot. Just stay the f away from Elias Grace. That's all I wanted <laughs> to do. Um, oh my god, just I one. Don't... Yeah. Um, making a murderer. Okay. okay. Cool. So Neil, sign up for another free month. Watch those, and then um, get back in touch and let us know if you enjoyed them. Thanks. Thanks, Neil. Is that how, it? For... How come he's got a double free month? Is this some, some I can't. Anomaly? I don't know. It's the thing that Netflix I mean, have offered him. So he's done one free month, and yeah. they've said you can have another free month. Apparently, well, yeah. Neil, get back in touch. Yeah. Let us know. We'll talk about it next week. <laughs> Steph wants some. Steph's angry that she's paying every month. She's she didn't no, get two I've, free as months. As I said to you, I've got multi screen, so at seven ninety nine, I'm very also, happy. Also, she it. she's not paying. You she's done it on the legals anyway. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm joking. Oh my she god, that was true. She no, has a um, or hell would break loose. Disclaimer: She hasn't. Don't take her away. We're going to we're going to New Zealand. Before we go to New Zealand, it's time for <laughs> the meat. Let's begin with what I've already described as the uh, Swelsh Noir of Hidden Noir. <laughs> Hidden. Um, and because Kay is our resident expert on Welsh drama. She is. I'm going to come to her to describe what the hell this new series is. Okay, it's an eight-part drama starring Sean Reese williams as D.I. Caddy John, and she returns home because her dad is really unwell. His, her two sisters are already there looking after him. She comes back home to look after him, but also gets embroiled in a new murder investigation when a young girl is found in a quarry obviously dead um, and it turns out that she is a girl who's been missing for many years and the police had kind of been a bit remiss and hadn't fully pursued it and in the end it, it turns out that she had been taken captive um, she was still alive but then got brutally murdered in the last few days so the police are in the shit TBH yeah. <laughs> um, not looking good for them no. or the girl and she has to investigate and there's loads of other interweaving stories that um, I was going to say I can't be bothered to tell you about but no I'm not going to tell oh. you about what? What? 
I don't want to ruin it for people. I don't want to ruin it for people. Fair enough. There's other stuff that happens. Okay. Other stuff happens. Right. Controversial. I mean, I hope so. This is going to be eight hours of it yeah. to come. <laughs> now, did you watch, Steph, the Keeping mm. Faith um, thing that Kay no. watched on about? and today endlessly. when I said, oh, I'm going to watch it, Kay was like, you're too late. Can't watch it anymore. So where can I watch it, Kay? Well, you've missed it. What, forever? I was banging on about it for a is long time. Is it off time. the iPlayer now? I think it is, Okay, yeah. well, I'm sure it'll be out on DVOD soon. DVD. I've told you I've got DVD player. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sure you'll be able to find it if you look hard enough. Anyway, <laughs> so you haven't seen Keeping Faith. What did you think? We're all fans of um, Scandi Noir. We love a bit of Scandi is, Noir. Did you get what I'm saying, that this is Welsh Noir? I literally wrote, can you see what Welsh I wrote? Welsh Scandi Noir, I, yeah, under, Underneath, can, I, can speak I speak Welsh? Welsh? I don't I wrote, know, can you? Welsh Scandi Noir. Well, one of the things about this is it made me start believing I could speak Welsh, because you know every so often they say what? a word in uh, oh, English, say, yeah, yeah. and they're like, oh, I speak Welsh. Do you know what I mean? I mean... I understand that they do do that, but I never thought like I'm just Welsh. saying. Sometimes it sounds the words. It makes me think I can speak it because the words it's onomatopoeic. So it make oh God that word was very long, but it does make you think that you can um you can speak Welsh. So I'm just, just saying to add I to did. The confusion. We should say one of the things about this and the Keeping Faith is that there's a whole series now of these Welsh dramas that are filmed in simultaneously. Both, simultaneously. So in Welsh so they make, and in English. But this one Imagine has a bit t- of... It has some, has some subtitles, you're it's, right. Well, because difficult. those characters, aren't they? The ones that are speaking Welsh with the some of the Welsh. ones that are the working class... Yeah, they're well, in the rural, valleys. Right. Mm. And I think they're trying to signal, aren't they, that there's the a valleys. class... The classrooms between I those I know. People, and it is hard when you don't know whether when a valleys person's coming up because you need to look at the screen to read what they're saying. Yeah, you don't like reading. I think always look at the screen. Yeah. I know, but you know, that is the best Drift off a little Bit. It's not a drift off. Don't crank drift up, off. Crank up one of our illegal films. Well, listen, you never know. Oh, the accusations flying around this pod today are outrageous. But were you compelled? Were you? Did I, it feel original enough or different enough or, um, or en- enjoyable enough? It felt enjoyable. It felt like every other Scandi noir type thing I'd seen. But that is not a bad thing because no. it's obviously something that works very well. And I thought, you know, the Welsh have done us proud because they've done this Scandi noir thing incredibly well. I really like the main lady, Char- what's her name? Sean Rhys Williams. Yeah, I thought yeah. she was really good. Um, yeah, I, I just, I, the thing is, honestly, it's not particularly original, but it was very, very enjoyable mm. and very intriguing. And um, yeah, the who the guy who seems to be the perpetrator yes. of the crime in this first one. Yes. He's an incredibly interesting character. Dylan Harris. Yeah. The character played by Rodri Melia. Yeah. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Sounds yeah, good. his mum doesn't seem very nice though. She seems no. she's a little bit of a <laughs> she, nasty bastard. She threw she threw his dinner at him in one of those scenes, it, and I really want I couldn't work out what the dinner was. Yeah, but there was definitely some hot mash. Concerned about what dinner was being thrown in his face. I actually was quite interested yeah. in that, but yeah, yeah. Um, and he's got a lot of dogs, and they live outdoors, which I don't like. But yeah, um, that is an interesting, isn't it, Kay? Because this is. Uh, I believe they call it. I know they call it a why done it. It's not a who done it because yeah. in fact, if you're paying attention, then they basically reveal who the killer is in the first scene. Mm. Um, it's not. I mean, that is the premise. I'm not yes. spoiling it. Do yes, you know what I mean? Yes. You see him, and yeah. then as as you I work quite like through, that. Though. Yeah. So that that's I guess is the original thing in this, yes. isn't it? That, and what's it called? A why done it? A why yeah. done it? Sort of a who. So it's all it. about why has why. Is oh yeah, this... no, I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> I am familiar with what why you means. Explain it further. No, it's all about how why. I understand that. A what's it's done called it? A why done it? Yeah. Okay, I hadn't heard the why yeah. done it. So is that effective for you, is my question. Yes. So I thought this was very dark and atmospheric. Like Steph said, it's I don't think it's like groundbreaking and you know, or original. It's good at what it does. 
Um, I felt like the first episode didn't really pack a punch. Ooh. And I felt it was a little bit slow paced. Ooh. But towards the end, when you got to that character you were talking about, Dylan. Um, and the mother. And the mother. And we'll do that throw in. Yeah, and there's a lot of like tense scenes between them. That's when it piqued my interest. Mm. And having read the synopsis of the series, I've realized that actually it's going to completely, all of this is going to be the unraveling of like why the person has done it and et cetera. And that makes it more of a draw for me. Let me read you what series co-creator Mark Andrews said. Mm, please Hidden, do. Tell us, Hidden, Mark. Hidden is part police procedural, part psychological drama, and from the outset, we tried to avoid playing the game of whodunit. Instead, we set out to create a show that offered a much fuller examination of a crime, the abduction, rape and murder of a young woman, and they wanted to work out why the main, the monster, Dylan Harris, that character, was always going to be a challenge. They wanted, didn't want, they wanted to humanise him without making you empathise with him and think, oh, you know, this is not, he's a psychotic. Mm. But you see, particularly with the, the relationship with the mother. And I, I thought that was really interesting. I agree with you. I think once, the more you saw of him yeah. and the mother being absolutely horrendous to mm. him and manipulating But I feel like him. they could have brought that forward more. Maybe. You, see, you do see some of him. You see him in his, his work, yeah. work in the factory. I think it's obviously a scene setting first, up, yeah. first episode. So, um. But very much reminded me of and I, I give them credit because I was thinking oh you know this is quite a lot like um, the bridge because you, there's a lot of shots of her driving the detective driving a car across the rural expanse mm. as in very similar to the shots of it's a it? bit like a Visit Wales advert it is not <laughs> what well, it is no 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 it's yeah, that's right. nice it looks um, nice but in, to give credit to the showrunner, he, in, in this interview, which is on the BBC website, he says, when it came to the writing, where Fennessy was drawn to shows like Prime Suspect, True Detective, The Bridge, The Fool. So they credit these other yeah. shows. I thought, and it, is, it feels like a melange of those things. But I thought it was interesting enough in its own right. And I'm yeah. definitely going to carry on watching it. I definitely want to know because there's more, there's going to be much more to come about. It sounds exciting. From what we've yeah. read, it sounds yeah. like... Have you seen the film Kiss the Girls? Yeah, of course. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah, it's really good, of. that film. Yeah, I like um, yeah, I agree. It's yeah, a bit similarities, like that. yeah. Um, because there's a forest setting in that film, of course. And there's a lot exactly, of and there's people action. underground, yeah. captive. Yeah. Okay. No, I was going to give my score. Yeah. Okay. Right, right, on go. my on my on based solely on the first episode, I'm going to give it three and a half. Ooh. Yeah. But I know it's going to be four plus going forward. Well, I'm giving it a straight four. I'm going to give it a four too. Cool. Just to <laughs> underline that hidden is on BBC One Wales. If you have access to that channel on Wednesday the sixth of June at nine o'clock. As soon as it's finished, which will be about 10 o'clock, everyone can watch it on the BBC iPlayer. And then if you want to watch it on your TV on BBC Four, it's on the following Saturday at nine o'clock, just to be really confusing. One way or another, you're going to be able to watch it. Wow. If you've got Netflix, though, and you're into true crime, by golly, you've got a treat There's no one in this room, is it? No. Who the would staircase. be? And now we talked about this last week. You know all about the staircase. You, did you watch the original staircase yes. then? Yes. Yes. Tell us. Please, okay. God, tell us, Steph. And you know what I meant to say? We're stupid because last um, week... Whoa, we've whoa, whoa. Well, no, me and Boyd. Oh, fine. Um, when we were trying to place where this murder was, for some reason we both said late 80s and it's not. It's like late 90s, early 2000s. Right, yeah. So apologise. We apologise. Apologia. Okay, so this is... There was an original documentary called The Staircase about a man called Michael Peterson who was a novelist and journalist... He was married for 20-something years to a woman called Kathleen. And one day, she was found dead at the bottom of the stairs in their very palatial house. No bueno. Yeah. He frantically phones 911, because they're in America, and says, oh my God, my wife, she must have fallen down the stairs, she's not breathing, blah, blah, blah. Or she is breathing in the first one, and then she's not by this time the second call goes out, she's not breathing. 
It's a very, very simple, did he kill her or didn't he kill her? Originally, all the family, which is comprised of two sons from his first marriage, two adopted daughters that he has, and Kathleen's daughter, all side with him and say he didn't do it. And then things start to become unearthed about his life. Now, the things that become unearthed about his life make you question his reliability as a husband and non-murderer, okay? Um, it's Can I say, it's in, it's in episode two where you find out that he's perhaps been having affairs, perhaps bisexual. <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> I the way you're... If you, say, if you think you say perhaps, you mean it's not going to be a spoiler. Yeah, it's fine. Perhaps it's fine. bisexual. I think exactly. it's even... Isn't he even alluded to in episode one? No, no it's okay, not. Fine. It's okay. not. Because by the end of episode <laughs> no, one, you're kind of like... No. no, it's a no. But as we said before, if you've... Um, like murder podcast you might you may have listened to beyond reasonable doubt which was the podcast yes. earlier this year of this crime so a french film crew follow him around and this is a remastered um and resorted version of what happens and it follows um his uh, defense um team around it's cut um um into with police interviews and interviews with his family so it is literally the most in-depth you could possibly get as in bed with a with a potential criminal and their family, as you would ever want. It's utterly compelling. I mean, you even see, in episode two, I think, um, you even see him being trained, don't you, for the yep. trial. Like, it's fascinating. So he's one of his, they bring in an expert in um, making people look better than they yeah. would do if they're going to oh, be... And is it about like reading the jury and like... Yeah, yeah well, and oh, how yeah. to behave in front of a jury. And it's so interesting, that bit. Yeah. Because mm. have you watched episode two yet? Okay. No, but okay. they do that kind of stuff. You know, like, good fight. Right, yeah, but it's more. It's not even just training what to say. It's like literally they have the whole thing about how to get relaxed, how to speak, yeah, how to speak, how not what not to say. It's so, so interesting. clinical. It's it's absolutely yeah. fascinating. This is, I think, I I do think it is the most in depth I've ever mm. seen of any uh, crime. Because the original series, just to say, was made for French television. Yeah. by by Jean Javier Lestrade. Brilliant mm. name. Why? Um, that's interesting. Why for French? I think he'd French already audience. filmed. I read that he, this director had already made some an, an award-winning documentary yeah, before, yeah. and then he got the trust of. He just took the chance of speaking to the to the defendant, to the accused, and he got their trust. And then he he immersed himself in the defence team, and as you say, gets access to the detectives, it's, which is incredible. So you see, you know, you're seeing them trying to work out what's gone on as well, and very kind of full-on interviews with the alleged perpetrator. Yeah. Now, and I believe it's well. So, they, as you say, they've remastered this um, for Netflix. So I think it's like, like ten episodes it's in 10, itself, yeah. And then there's three new, brand new episodes. This is the exciting. Oh, bit, it's so exciting! Which I haven't got to those yet. No, um, I've only so done that, so three. When it arrives next Friday on Netflix, you'll have thirteen of these. But I think for for people, anyone into true crime, as you're, you're of course you but are. But even out. if you're not into true crime, like well, no, no, it's no, not too. To say is, yeah. No, what I was going to say was not. Whether watching the series at full stop, everyone's going to find it compelling. It's the fact there are three new episodes that is the big yeah, news because is this news. is a this is I think next to making a murder. I think before making a murder, this was probably the most famous mm. true crime series in its own right. Yeah, um, out there, like, certainly among true crime fans, like mm. it was definitely a thing that I'd heard of, and never mm. actually seen. Now I've seen it. It is incredible it is. what they go. Th- My favorite bit, just quickly, is, yeah. is there's a brilliant talking of. I'm glad you mentioned the bisexual things. There's a mm. there's a very funny bit in episode two where one of the detectives is saying he did get involved he was very interested in military men mm. doing things with each other like, like she kind of literally she looks yeah. at the little glass to come just to go i know it's terrible isn't it? yeah. <laughs> like, because he was in the military but it comes out that he lied about various things and then they they show um they they pull off all of the um photographs that he had on his computer yeah. Yeah. and they uh, that's, that's what pretty uncompromising yeah. positions yeah 
Okay. As a, you, presumably you're new to this. Had you heard of yeah, this? Yeah, no, I hadn't at all, except for when Steph mentioned it last week. I find it obviously really fascinating and I'm, it is like one that I'm going to watch throughout. But you know what I feel like? You know, they've got these new episodes. I wish they'd show it, start it off with a snippet of the new stuff. Yeah. Because for me, it just feels quite like, because of the old footage and everything, it just feels very done, historic. So... Right, yeah. If they had like started off, for example, oh, with okay. with some new footage to like, and then and then That's you and then you go backwards, and then you're like setting the scene, and then you have these final new episodes. It just felt like a bit like why am I? What's the reason for me watching this now? I know it's because there's new episodes, well, but when you have to wait, you need to know the whole of yeah, this I case. Think, exactly, though. I think they have to keep it like that because, because loads of yeah. other things have happened. Right. So you think you've watched his first episode, yeah. and I mean, I've now told you that he is perhaps <laughs> bisexual, which happens in the second episode, and then you will. There's so much other stuff that is going to be revealed yeah. about him and yeah. things that he has done, and so by the time you get to the new episodes, you will definitely have a he did it or he didn't it didn't do it, and then I'm hoping that these new episodes, which we won't go into what they're going to do, but yeah. are going to give you a whole new insight. I think that I think uh, well for me, I think it's. I mean, I hadn't seen any of this. I'd heard of it, but I hadn't actually watched any of it. So f- I guess I thought the case itself is intriguing enough in itself. And then the incredible thing of watching this access play out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as no, it, it is true. I just, I, I think, just... if the access hadn't been as complete as it was and, and unprecedented mm. in a way, then I know what you mean. I think, yeah. But for me, the access was so unbelievable. Yeah, it is. That that made it worth it right from the start. That was my feeling. Yeah. But I think if you, I think episode two is key. It I think is as key. soon as you see the beginning of episode, two, which is where it all starts with the bisexuality stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my god, that's a whole new or thing. Because it's like who knew about more. that? Did his wife know? Yeah. His, you know who knew? Who didn't know? And he's I, this is, he's confronted about these things. So he his lawyer literally goes to him. So by the way, we found these emails from this soldier, this guy in the military, to you mm. about your gay affair. And he, you don't you just don't normally see people. Mm-mm. Do you know what I mean? Alleged perpetrators m- being confronted by stuff. Minute by there minute, and then. yeah, there it's and then. That's exactly that's why it's so good because yeah. he will find out new bits of information yeah. and they film exactly those moments yeah. that he finds out those new bits yeah. of information, which is original reality TV. It's yeah. murder it, reality. It is kind and of. Also, you know, and also, I think it's a real, real lesson for drama. I think for scriptwriters to see how he reacts yeah. to certain things, and it yeah. reminded me of dramas I've seen. Yeah, when people are confronted by a, a truth that they have to deal with somewhere, how he kind of slightly wheedles his way mm. out of things is so interesting. But very famously outside of the courthouse, because because he's a novelist and because he's a writer, um, lots of people called his innocence into question when he said this famous line about holding Kathleen in his, I carry oh, Kathleen yeah. in my oh, heart yeah. forever. Because it's, you know, it's, he, was, he wants to sound poetic and romantic and he actually just sounds really fake. And I think a lot of people from when he's, he did that speech were like, Oh, he probably killed her, mm. actually. Yeah. But it's what's really interesting is the way you slowly see it unravel mm. and people turn against him and they're like, oh, yeah, but what about that first wife? And what about his son who had all those debts? And what about... It's it's amazing. It's a so tangled it, it, it a, web. It is a tangled web. It's going to be a talking point. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How many stars are you giving I'm this? I'm five. Five stars. Oh, yeah, yeah, go. yeah. Oh. Five. Of course it's Five. Oh. It's the Five. thing that everyone's going to be talking about all over again. Yeah. The staircase starts next Friday. It doesn't start. It all it all drops in Netflix style next Friday, the eighth of June. Yes. In my head, I've been calling June. it the stairwell. Don't call it the stairwell because that's well, not the title. Well, it is sort of a little bit of a well bit at the end of the stairs, but that isn't going <laughs> anywhere. It's a little the bit well of a well blood. Bit. It's like you know when the stairwell kind of curves round. Mm-hmm. That stairs okay. does. Yeah. Isn't, isn't that called a stairwell? Isn't the stairwell more in like a municipal building, like our building we're in now, rather than a, a I mansion? I don't know. I don't know why I brought it up. 
We don't I need to get bogged down by... I think you'd say, by, by the way, she's found a bit at the foot of the stairwell in a mansion, would you? I think you'd say she's found at the stairwell because okay. when a staircase swivels round, that's the well of the staircase. Oh, I, think if we carry on to, I think if we carry just on... Just dropped his head into his hands, everyone. <laughs> I was going to say, if we carry on talking about this much more, either Kay or John Dan is going to sh- kill us or one or both of us. And then you'll both be in a stairwell. Not at the bottom of any staircase stairwell. <laughs> in this room. Let's move on, finally, <laughs> to Dietland. Which is the big new show. This was the show Kay decided to do, let me remind you, okay. instead of instead of I hadn't watched Quantico. It. She hadn't right. seen it. I just knew it was a new it was proposition. It was all the elements. Because mm. it's set in partly set in a women's oh, magazine. I know why she did this. Julianna Margulies. Julianna Margulies from The Good Wife is in it. ER. It's partly about magazines, and we're all working in magazines, let's yeah, face it. It's still are. just about, we're still going. Magazines, <laughs> You've just started a new one. I know, buy it. <laughs> Please, God, buy it. Um, it stars Joy Nash, who you may recognise from The Mindy Project and Twin Peaks, as the main character who's called, believe it or not, Plum Kettle. Aww. Yes, she is. And she, her job mainly, she's kind of like a freelance journalist writer, and one of her main jobs is to write the answers to the letters that are in this magazine run by Juliana Margulies' character called Kitty Montgomery. And the magazine itself is Daisy called Chain. Daisy Chain, thank you. I was looking for, scrabbling around in my notes. Daisy Chain. Slightly unusual name for a magazine. Mm. Not really very convincing name no. for a magazine. So it's really about, I would say, um, Juliana Margulies is kind of the supporting character. And she's the big, yeah. kind of egotistical, glamorous, flouncy, feisty the Anna Wintour the Anna, thank you the Anna Wintour so to speak of the magazine but it's really all about Joy Nash's character Plum Kettle who is it's fair to say a large woman plus size I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of the uh, politically correct phrase for that but it's all about body image um, body shaming um, she's in a kind of um, a group a kind of self-help group for people of a, a, who are eating waste watchers like, waste mm. watchers thank you she's, she has lots of issues about that So and then a kind of big thing happens um, in the episode, in the opening episode, they're showing starting off with two episodes. By the way, it'll be on weekly, and they're showing the first two together. So it's like a kind of hour and a half thing altogether. And there's this kind of underground group, if you like, mm. feminist renegades. activist group of renegades mm. who get in touch with her somehow, and then it all kicks off. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. So I think to say much more would be to spoil it. But one thing I did was going to mention is I, I read an interview with. So this is based on a novel that came out a while ago oh. um, called Dietland, and the writer of the novel said she saw she saw Fight Club. That film oh, with yeah. Brad Pitt and Thingy. And Ed Norton. Thought, Ed Norton. I wanted to make a female-led version of that. Ooh. So that, I think, adds a whole Oh, new... she's kind of done that. Right. Kay, this was your choice. Justify yes. it. Defend it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it'd be one of those things where she either predictably loses loads of weight, gets a moke over at the, um, the magazine, and you know that would go one way, or it would be that she'd have a real fuck it attitude and think, no, I'm not going to, because she's very talented, she's a talented writer, and then she'd change the attitude of the magazine you know, in that predictable fashion. Yeah. But I was very happy that it was neither of those things, actually. And the, the subplot of loads of de- like male murders and you know retribution for crimes against women was the most interesting part about this whole thing and that's that's me activist group yeah this yeah. activist group um jennifer i yeah. think it's known as yeah um and that was the best thing i thought juliana margulies was really one-dimensional i was a bit disappointed i know she's meant to be like that that's her character but i was mm. like mm, that's the script isn't it I mean, yeah it is the script it's mm. not her fault but i felt mm. steph i absolutely loved this i mm. thought it was completely original yeah. I love the whole premise of this I absolutely adored the main character I thought she was highly watchable and I just 
sort of fell in love with her a bit because mm. I just thought she was so good in this role. But it's actually a very subtle performance from her, but she was just so likeable. And like you said, I'm so glad it's not... What I'm really glad about is that even though these people are trying to say to her, look, you should love yourself as you are, you know, there's this whole uh, big storyline about... Um, uncovering a terrible diet camp that she actually used to go to when she was younger and how actually it didn't work and it's just sort of all the fads of diets are mm. exploded aren't they but in what i enjoy about it is actually she still wants to lose weight you know they haven't made her suddenly go you know what i'm beautiful yeah, on the exactly. inside so that's all i care about they she's still going no 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 i'm gonna have this uh, gastric band surgery and actually yeah, yeah i do i i'm not happy with what i look like um this and is I very that, bold yeah it is really really bold and it's it's just, it's an incredibly, like I said, it's just a really original concept. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Plus, it has got that most adorable dog in it. <laughs> of course. Yeah. No, but it oh, really here we has. Go. It all comes Her down to... best friend. Yeah. Okay, dream scenario. I have a best friend who owns a bakery. That would be my dream scenario. That best friend has an adorable dog. Double, Double dream. dream scenario. Double dream scenario. Yeah. And she also bake. oh, God, the cakes as well that she bakes in this. It's mm. just lovely. But yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I... I just I thought it was great. I'm definitely going to carry on watching this. What do you think, Boydo? It reminded me of, mm-hmm. you say it's completely original, it reminded me quite a lot of Ooh, My Mad Fat Diary. Do you remember My oh, Mad Fat Diary? I never seen that. Oh, well. Is this it? Was, this oh, is God. It. it was unequal, right, based on Ray Earl's book. Oh. No, 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 it's different. So the, the, the You activi- just said it was the same. Well, I'll tell you, I'm going to explain right. in the ways in which it's similar. So the the whole activist thing and the and the, the revenge on men thing is... is, is Unique to this, definitely. Which oh, is, good. I think, my and that's favorite. the best yeah, bit. That's the best bit, right? Good. But to start with, I thought oh, this is really like my Mad Fat Diary because there's even so in my Mad Fat Diary, which is very much about one younger woman. So she was a teenage woman, um, a plus size woman who's you know dealing with student life and um, you know the just the crass stupidity of most people. Yeah. Um, about body image and stuff like that. But it was all about body image and and depression and um, dealing with all of that. And it had a lot of fantasy sequences. You know, like in this, there's a there's animated cartoon sequences. There are animated bits in my Mad oh, Fat Diary. I thought, oh my god, this is really similar. Oh. And I really like my Mad Fat Diary. And I kind of thought to start with, my Mad Fat Diary was better than this because mm. my Mad Fat Diary is very has an incredible energy to it. Where like, can you very, see that? Um, I'm sure it may well be on the four, all four, all four, all four OD, four OD, all four, whatever it is. I think it may well be on there. But check it out. But then. This, so for about the first half an hour, I was disappointed with this, I have to say. And I thought, oh, oh it's like Mad Fat Driver, not as good. And a bit, I thought it was a bit slow. It took, it took us a while. The second episode, I think, is better than the right. first. So, thank God. And I bet now, I bet that's... That's why they've done say. the double bill, right? The reason right? they're showing the double bill, because the second episode is where mm. it all happens right. for me. So I know you have to set things up in the first episode. Mm. You have to set up the character and the world and all that. But I did think it was weird. If I had been in charge of Amazon Prime, I would have gone, you've got to redo that first episode. You've got to make it, get into the nub, nub of it quicker, mm. because... They spent a long time introducing her character, and she's great and everything, but she does underplay it a bit, you're right. Mm. And so when Juliana Magnus comes in, she feels like she's overdoing it a bit. Mm. Um, and it just all felt a bit unconvincing to me. Then the second episode arrives, and you're like, oh, it's found its pace, and it's much yeah. interesting. So I would urge people to stick with it, because yeah. now I want to carry on watching it. At the end of the first episode, I was like, I'm not sure if I can be bothered. Really? But I did carry on, because I'm I, That's so not, funny, actually, because I was going to stop after the first yeah. episode. I could I not discern thought... where the first episode ended, so I just kept watching. Oh, okay. I just divided it, because it was very long, wasn't it? It was like 120, yeah, so I was yeah, like, oh, it's yeah, an hour yeah, long. Oh, episode. no, keep going with it, people. Okay. Keep going yeah. with it. It's good. But it is good. In the end, it is good, yeah. And it, and it is definitely original. It's that element. It yeah. is that fight club, that kind of what it's saying about this activist group, I think is really exciting and interesting, yeah. Yeah. Dietland, it's on... 
Tuesday, June the 5th, on Amazon Prime, as we say, starting with two back-to-back episodes. It's, so it's made for another channel. In, in America, it's, oh, I should have written that down. It's made, it's an acquisition by Amazon Prime. It's not Amazon Prime original, which is why it's not all in one go. Um, I think it's on AMC in America. Okay. John's nodding. Um, which is the it's home of The Walking Dead, another massive oh. Breaking Bad. It's the home of brilliant TV in many ways. Um, check it out. Dietland. That's it for well, me. Well, hold on. Should we t- say what we're going to give it? I'm giving it oh, four, Boyd. I'm giving it four. I'm, ne- God. I'm giving sometimes, it five. Sometimes the format has to be kept stuck to. It really does, Boyd. You're giving it five. You're giving it four. Mm-hmm. I'm giving it four. Mm, I think you should give it four and a half. No. Why not? Because I'm sticking with my mark. Mm, usually I can Because that you. first half an hour, I need to sort that mm, out. I didn't. Okay, fine. Just saying. Fine, fine, fine. That's Dietland. Now, finally, it is that time. It's question time. In honour of Hidden, what is the best Welsh personal thing? Mm. This was one of the hardest questions one. you've this ever posed, boys. One. Really? Would I go so much for, good Welsh. Would I go for Colin Jackson? Mm. Should I go for Tom Jones? Rob mm. Brydon? So oh, many Rob great Bryden. people. Mm. But I have made my decision, and it is Eve Miles. Oh. oh from? From? Keeping Faith. Oh. Faith Holes. She was amazing. She's Started my interest in Welsh um, she's noir, in to- well, drama. She's in Doctor Who spin-off Torchwood. Exactly. Mm-hmm. She's a fantastic actress. Mm-hmm. Very watchable in Keeping mm-hmm. Faith. That Good is answer. my answer. Stephanie Sealand. I am going to say the Queen's Welsh Corgis, which are her dogs. And they are Welsh. I mean, I don't know if we're allowed. No. Are we? Is Come that allowed? On. What? They're Welsh. Welsh corgis Welsh, are a thing. Let me let me just refer to the best wording. Welsh person or slash thing. thing. Thing means like you know TV show film. Yeah. He's calling dogs things now. Ooh, oh, I'm yeah. calling them persons actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if I can't have Welsh corgis, can I have Welsh cakes? Oh my god! <laughs> I suppose okay, it is a thing. It's okay, a thing. Okay, a, hold on, hold on. If you want to have a Welsh, if you want a Welsh cake, I really really love Rod Gilbert, and oh, he's Welsh. That's, oh. that's good. We'll okay. allow that. Yeah, you got there in the end. Accepted. Phew. So if I saw Rod Gilbert yeah. walking along eating a Welsh cake with a Welsh corgi, that would be dream scenario. That is absolutely fine. Well done. Thank God we got there eventually. An acceptable answer. I'm going. You mentioned it, Kane. Your build up. Bryden. Bryden. Yes. Oh, cool. I was toying with Hopkins because I think. Th- oh, I forget he's Welsh. Sir Anthony Hopkins is an absolute legend, and we, but we because we covered him in King Lear last week. <gasps> Catherine Zeta Jones. I forgot about her. Oh, I'm changing my no. mind. No. She's Welsh. Yeah, she's not. You've made your decision, Steph. We have to take your first. She's not even in the top. Ten. Catherine Zeta-Jones is not in the Why top ten of Welsh people. Do not poke the not beast. For, not for me. Bryden. Darling Buds of May. Anyway, all right. So if you want, you're adding, are you saying Jones now? Yes. CZJ. I do okay. Anyway, Rob Bryden from the beginning. Marion and Jeff. Oh. Yeah, you see. Bryn. Hasn't barely put a oh, foot wrong. Bryn. Barely oh. put. I'm having the gnocchi, Gwen. Thank you. <laughs> Um, and he's a legend real life you know I know him quite well in real life he's absolutely adorable oh is he funny, he, he hosted our company awards and sang Delilah awards. do you remember he's a brilliant impressionist among many other things he hosts oh. the best panel show in the world would I lie to he you he does those the good cruise adverts the trip with um, Steve Coogan he does those cruise adverts they're remember? funny they are funny Even he's made funny. cruise adverts funny um, and he's in a new film coming out soon in which he plays a synchronised swimmer in a male synchronised swimmer of course swimmer. he does oh, yes. yeah which I'm going to see seen soon s- yeah. yes so Bryden the greatest living Welshman. Oh, do you know who I just remembered? Apart Ruth, from Ruth Jones. She's great, yeah. She's also a great Listen, Welshman. Listen, just a new rule for this. You have to give your first answer yeah. is the one well, that then is, will be accepted. Welsh corgis. <laughs> On that note, that classic note, that classic <laughs> dog-related note, um, I feel uh, it's a goodbye for me. 
And it's a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me. And we'll be back next week. Bye.